bagpipe time, baby. Yes, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> we barely know it. We'll fix it in post. Yeah, I'll insert somebody good playing it. Yeah, that'd be great. Just dub us. <laughs> Should be the whole show from now on. We need to do an entire channel or an episode that's just poorly dubbed Japanese or something. <laughs> I can do that. That would actually be funny. <laughs> just like old, old school karate movies. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 184 of the Channerant Podcast. My name is Josh. With me, as always, is my bearded co-host, Mr. Andy Fuko. That is awesome. And if you didn't know, after 180 some odd episodes, not even counting the ones that never made it to the fucking light of day. There's a couple that got cut. This is an explicit <laughs> show. You have five seconds to listen to something else. That is five, four, three, two, one. Say it with us. Fuck. Fuck. Listeners can review the show. Except for you Mormons. Wherever you're listening to it, you can send us emails and voicemails. We play it on air. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or if you're Australian, Snapchat. Check out the channel at I've already had breath. This episode brought to you by our patrons, those wonderful people who sign up at patreon.com slash channerant to keep the lights on here at the show. Busco. Yes, Josh. You know what really uh, rings in my new year? What's that, Josh? <laughs> Same shit. Every, you know what's different from 2022, from past years? Uh, you know, the complete lack of coronavirus, uh, you know, super enthusiastic band members, a diminishing <laughs> workload, uh, enthusiastic Highland Games volunteer. You know, everything's changed. Oh, absolutely. And ample vacation time. Yeah, we're sitting eight, on a, lots of beach time. Yeah, yeah. We're eight days in and it's just, you know, it definitely doesn't feel like 2020 was two years long, which is kind of how it feels <laughs> to me. I feel like we're still there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's been it's it's been the same three years for 17 years <laughs> fucking <now>. groundhog day <laughs> it's a 365 day groundhog day it certainly is it certainly is but uh you know like it's a it's a new year so that's okay like we're gonna we're gonna we're we're, we're approaching it with a, a newfound fervor is it fervor no fervor both uh, both i don't know uh, whichever one you got i don't know if either of those are the word but i'm gonna yeah. go with it uh you know it's i mean what else are you gonna do you just uh, attack the day and that's gonna be our topic for the day and, and we'll hey, let you know you get up you dust yourself off and you go get your ass kicked again yeah absolutely i mean uh i i was, I was listening to a Maynard james keenan uh, little interview today and he quoted somebody i don't remember who he quoted but he said um he was talking about his uh jujitsu coach and he said or no his father as a wrestling coach sorry he said Either you know you go out on the mat, and either you win or you learn, and that's basically what it is. And uh, I tell you what, the we band that shall not <laughs> be named a, has learned a lot. We've done a lot more uh, <laughs> learning, I would say, than winning, uh, both professionally, personally. We spent a lot of time learning. Let me tell you that, folks. <laughs> I learn every day. Um, but yeah, so uh, anyway, I'm excited for this show. We're back. We've had a essentially a. Well, maybe not a month, but quite a few weeks off. Of we had a while off, yeah, because we had we had the holidays. Uh, we were both traveling. Um, yeah. You know, did did the old Christmas and New Year's. Uh, did you end up doing anything for New Year's? I know you went to New York for Christmas. Not a goddamn thing. I went to a buddy's house for dinner, and then I was home by eleven. 
<laughs> didn't do anything. Meaning home at my parents' house because I was in New how York. Was, how was your New York adventure? It was wonderful. Uh, I was there for almost, well, two weeks because of cancellation, flight cancellations and stuff. Yeah, getting back was a bitch. Yeah, getting back was not as... Getting there was fine. I don't know what happened on the way back, why it was so difficult. But uh, yeah, no, I had a good time. It was uh, very restful. Um, I didn't bring my pipes. I had I had to work a little bit, so I brought a practice chanter, but I barely touched it and uh, did not play my pipes for probably a good three weeks. Ate seven meals a day in traditional <laughs> yep. staying with staying nothing. with your folks fashion. Gained 10 pounds and ate <laughs> seven <laughs> times a day. 10 pounds in pasta alone. <laughs> Between the pasta and the <laughs> snacks and the, oh my God. The things, the things my mother buys when she knows I'm coming home. An army couldn't eat this in a week, let alone me. Let alone just and I you. have a small, relatively small appetite. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And then they try to pack it. They sneak it into my bags when I'm on my way home. I'm like, I don't eat like this at home. Like, yeah, I try not to snack that much. I try to like, I don't say I eat healthy, but I keep my, I keep things limited. Like, I couldn't eat all this in a year. <laughs> this is crazy. So anyway, yeah, it was, it was a good time. I enjoyed nice. it. Yeah, I uh, I went to Chicago for the holidays, uh, vastly superior to my last Chicago trip for the holidays. Um, Why is that? Uh, just because there were no funerals to attend. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I thought it was a it was a good time. You know, everyone was in pretty good spirits. We got to see more people because you know last time, and it was so funny uh, talking to people about like the holidays uh, this year versus like you know end of twenty twenty one versus end of twenty twenty. Because everyone's like, oh my god, like you know, we're freaking out. Blah 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 blah. And, you know, I, I don't understand how this year is any different than last year. And I'm like, guys, last year we didn't have vaccines. Like, I I have three shots right now. Like, that's why I'm a little more okay with, like, traveling in an airport. Yeah, yeah. I mean, very, just, very different, very different fucking circumstances. I mean, you still got to be careful, but. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't seem like people are all that careful out there. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, it was wild. A, yeah, I mean. They're over it. Yeah, it was crazy. And then just like, you know, the past, especially the past month where it's just like, oh, by the way, that person you hung out with to get like lunch, you know, two weeks ago, like they got COVID. So, yeah, yeah. keep an eye on your keep an eye on your calendar. I'm like sitting there. I'm counting my days. <laughs> I'm counting my life five days at a time right now. Of like, yeah, I had a relative uh, that I was with on Christmas Eve who ended up testing positive two days later and everybody was like oh fucking hell yep, no, we nobody had, else got it we had the I'm same aware. thing yeah we had the same thing everyone was fine we did a bunch of the rapid tests when we could find them i mean the other funny thing that we ran into was just like uh try you know we were traveling so i'm always a little extra careful because i'm like i just got through an airport man i, I just sucked down eight thousand strangers parts like the, <laughs> like for six hours you know <laughs> trying to get here so it's like I'm, I'm pretty careful about that kind of shit like i keep my mask on i'm washing my hands all that crap but then it's like we get in and everyone was just burning through these rapid tests oh yeah you couldn't and get it, them anywhere yeah and so, and so it's just like oh like you know you land you should take one and i'm like well if i if I came in, if I was exposed at an airport, it's not going to show up six hours later right. on a rapid test. Like you're just wasting these things and they're fucking hard to come by. Right. You know? Yeah. Give it 24 hours. Yeah. Give it at <laughs> least a day. And even, I mean, even then, what are you going to do? You're not going home. What are you? you I mean. Oh, they we were asking us like, well, what's your guys plan? Because like we we knew we had some exposures uh, coming home. And it's like, well, what's your guys plan for that? It's like, we can't find tests. All the testing sites are closed. It's holidays. Like, and yeah. we got to go through an airport again. Right. So <laughs> like, you can like anytime I was anytime <laughs> I was going through an airport, I just counted that as an exposure, whether I thought I was or not, and then just counted my days until, you know, see if I had any symptoms. Yeah. It also sucked because we both had like really bad allergies in December. Oh. And so we're getting off the plane and we're like sniffling and stuff, and like blowing our nose and everyone's just like <gasps> <laughs> It's like guys, guys, allergies still exist. Like Yeah. Everything still exists. Uh, somebody I know, I'm trying to remember, got like 
cold, you know, like symptoms, got tested, was negative. So, oh, well, I guess you just got a cold. I mean, that happens too, yeah. I guess. Yeah, you can still that, get a cold. That still happens. <laughs> but yeah, and then New Year's, we did nothing as well. Like we were, we just got, we just done a lot of travel and we we're like kind of fucking beat. And it was like, we were going to go to Kelly's show. Mm. And then it was just like the fucking wind was blowing 70 miles an hour. All we could hear are sirens and like gunshot or firework. <laughs> yeah, I don't want no part of that. Because our original plan was like, oh, we'll go like, a, you know, like for the first set or so. Because we got to get home anyway, because the dogs are going to go ape shit when fireworks start going off. Yeah. And then we're just like, fuck, it is fucking miserable out. I could just tell by the weather and the sirens. I'm like, everyone's probably out there just crashing their fucking cars right now. I was like, nah, we're good. We're just going to stay home. Like, sorry, yeah. Kelly. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so we were boring. We yeah. we sat outside in the shitty weather and watched the like stratosphere fireworks from my from the top of my Bronco and <laughs> there you go. Had some you had some champs and then went to bed. That's all you need. Yeah, uh, New Year's is not really my holiday. I mean, back when I if you remember back when I had my a house, mm-hmm. we used to have well. It the used most to be the most parties. insane fucking party of the year. But ever since I haven't had a, like, unless you go to a house party, I don't care. Like, I'm not going out. I'm definitely not going to the strip. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> it's just, you know, amateur hour for sure. Yeah. If it's, um, if it's a house party, like, it's infinitely so much more fun. Yeah. It's people you know, whatever. And, it's people you know you're not going to run up a $600 bar tab. Like, yeah. So ever since then, uh, you know, we, we, the wet t-shirt contest and the, the beer, ch- <laughs> the ton- funnel chugging. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Beer bomb contest. All the crazy shit we used to do with the 151 and everything. Those beer were bomb. good parties. Did People shooting it? guns off the roof. Did the band ever play New Year's? I don't remember. Did Kick and Dick play New Year's? I believe once. It wasn't the... F- I think so. Was it Kick and Dick then or was it Emu then? I think it was Kick and Dick by that point. Because Emu was only that first show that we did, I yeah. think, that I was in. Um, but yeah, so yeah, uh, it was it was properly boring. I, I feel pretty good um coming back i i always forget this essentially as a self-employed person and many uh if you're a self-employed musician cobra's in the chat he'll know he'll understand this you just work all the motherfucking time like you're on and it's not even that you're doing physically anything but you're mentally on all the time and that downtime that brain downtime is really important just like a computer you got to restart the computer now and again i always forget that last time i remember feeling this was when the dojo cruise happened and i had some time to and just I got away and listened to the ocean and shit, you know what I mean? But then this time I was gone for I was at home for like two weeks. Basically the dojo was closed for a week. I didn't do shit. I mean I had a couple lessons, but nothing major. So it was basically off. Man, that really does work. I mean it's nice. I'll probably yeah. give me two weeks, I'll be miserable again. But <laughs> but man, I always forget how important it is to like fucking shut down, man. Yeah, that was kind of like the time period. Basically, like from getting back, I think I got back to Vegas, like I want to say on like the twenty eighth. December mm-hmm. and so between then and like January 4th it was like oh I can just chill and I did nothing yeah watch TV pet my dogs played video games played video games finished Halo oh did you I haven't finished I, I got very a, close I to finished the campaign <laughs> I haven't finished all the extraneous shit yet oh okay so I'm I still very gotta, close to I still got to do the completionist stuff but well, fun game that's right. another thing I do. I, I bring my Xbox. This is this is the key to me not being miserable at home. You take bring, your Xbox last home? two times I went home. I brought it with me because I knew I was going to be there a while. I'm like, I get so bored by day four that I want to kill myself and everybody else. <laughs> I didn't know you did that. I, I, just the last two times that I did it back in September. I'm like, this is great. Like I fill my day. My parents are gone working or doing whatever they're doing. Like I'm just sitting here watching shitty cable, which I hate because it's nothing but commercials. Yeah, I just hate, I, it's just miserably boring. So man, that makes a big difference. Yeah, I didn't. I, I would never think to pack my Xbox Xbox up and take it with me on it. But then again, I also travel super light. I take like a backpack when I travel. Yeah, you wait. You're super light. Like, generally, I'm pretty light, but I'm like, I need 
I'm gonna be here for two weeks. This yeah. it's snowy. I'm not going anywhere. Usually I'll take like <laughs> usually I'll take my laptop just in case I like if I get downtime I'll be like I'm sure I have work to do. Like, oh, I definitely do that for sure. Yeah, but I'm sure I've got some games shit or some channel rant. I mean, I've, there's always I'm always 17 edits behind on something. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, that that's that's what happens. Um, so anyway, coming back into it, like I feel pretty good. We're, this is gonna be our topic at the end, but uh, just the old. It's and I'm not a New Year guy. Like I never make resolutions. I never do anything no. like that. But could just be the vacation and the timing of it all lined up but i'm ready to go I'm ready for 2022 i do Make think that's how it, i do think that's how it goes for me i'm not like oh man starting january 1st like these are my resolutions man like i usually wait like a week before i make any major changes <laughs> at the beginning of the new year i'm gonna try to recuperate a bit but it is i feel like it's just you, you get that um hard reset period somewhat where like if you got nothing to do for five days between like christmas and new year's except just like kind of contemplate like hmm you know, I've got some time to think. I'm not just going balls to the wall 24-7. Maybe I should think about, you know, some changes. If I want to make some changes, what would they be? <laughs> yeah. I, and so I never consider it to be like New Year's resolution. I'm always just like, okay, like reassess long-term goals and short-term goals. And like, what would those look like? Yeah. I mean, January for it doesn't matter what day of the year you do it. If, if it's like a process for you, which again is really the key to discipline and process setup, yeah. you know, but uh, it could be March 1st for all the matter. And whatever day, like this is the day time of the year that I reevaluate. All right. What, what do I want to accomplish mm-hmm. or, or whatever? Like, however you think about it next five years, next one year, whatever it is. Um, but I it do, just so happens that when you, we all think about the new year, so we, that's where it all lines up. But when I do just think about like, for me, one of the reasons that I like January is like January is like the Monday of the year for me. And so like, that's usually the day. Cause usually like Saturday, Friday, Saturday, I'm going to try to like have some fun, get out, see friends, you know, spend time with my family, all that kind of stuff. Sunday, I just try to do nothing and get my life back in order, do laundry, you know, prep, prep stuff. Right. And then Monday is like my all right, what the fuck am I going to do this week? Right. So January is like my Monday for the year where I'm like, okay, what am I going to do this year? And yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I've got some things. I got some things that I've, that I've noted. We can talk about later. Okay, sure. Some, some goals of mine. And Absolutely. then, then this time next year when I've accomplished none of them, you can all get shit. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say like the, the, the channel ranners can hold, <laughs> hold me to this in about a month when I'm a fucking yeah. hunt again. Yeah. Back, back when we're, <laughs> we hit, we hit March and we're like, <laughs> nobody's going to fucking do any St. Patrick's Day games. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good news is I already canceled them. So it doesn't fucking matter. I'm like, uh, we're going to, there's going to be like four of us that are going to do it. Maybe five, but, okay. um, uh, no, we're, we're going full mercenary this St. Patty's. Like yeah. I'm, I'm leaving St. Patty's with money in my pocket. Yeah, absolutely. That's the plan. So, um, although we do have to figure out how we're going to pay for storing our stuff soon, but we'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's always grants for shit like that. Um, uh, but, uh, let's get into number two because, uh, that uh, we got to sort of finish up the year end here. Oh yeah. So we, uh, a bunch of people have sent us some stuff. And it's taken us a while to get to it because we're just, we've been such cluster fucks of a show lately. Yeah. To be honest, this one, the box from James, yeah, it came in December and I just forgot it at the last episode. And so we're going to do that today. Um, but the first thing, J- JD was here. Yes. Back in December, yeah. We talked about that on the last live stream. We had JD Ingram and Eminem in yeah. town and uh, his brother. And we had a good little time with them. Yeah. They were yeah. fun kids. And he brought us some local, bo- well, local booze to him. 
and we just never got around to it. I think uh, he was by the time we actually ran into him, he was like done drinking. He's like, this has been the craziest they, four days of my life. Yeah, I, they done. went well, like <laughs> Vegas did them dirty Big on time. the first like day or two. first two days. Yeah. So by the day we saw him, which was Saturday, the day before he left, I think it was he was like, I'm 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 not drinking. It. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. So we never actually got to do this with him. I picked but. him up. I picked him up to take him out and get some food in him. Cause, and they were they both looked like they twice swarmed over corpses like they would. They were struggling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, of course, I brought JD. Like, that night, he met up with me. His brother was still taking a nap or something, like, for dinner that night. Um, so we went to Latai. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. And, uh, and then we met you at that bar after mm-hmm. with the stripper. But um, So, anyway, he uh, brought us. It's called Firefly Low Country Sweet Tea Vodka. Oh, Jesus Christ. So he was very excited for us to try this. So we're throwing up today. Apparently, <laughs> it's gonna be. We're back full, people. Uh, and by what <laughs> I let's, let's go, Colby, because I because I uh, <laughs> I have to do some like physical tests this next, next upcoming week. And I was like, oh, like I'm gonna, you know, I'm not gonna be drinking. And he's like, mm, you're not drinking starting Sunday. <laughs> yeah, start tomorrow because we we got a lot of gifts here to deal with. <laughs> and I and I don't want to do these guys wrong, but uh, by if you shake those boxes, you, they are there's liquid in there. You can tell, sure. yeah, you can tell there's liquid. <laughs> I don't know what's in there, but there's something. So anyway, this is JD's uh, sweet tea vodka. He was very proud of this. From I think it's from either it's from the Carolinas. I don't remember where exactly, but it's got to cool. be south, I assume. But well, here, cheers to you, Mister Ingram Nam. Uh, come back soon. We could you you don't have to go that hard next time. Yeah. Yeah, man, you could just well barbecue or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, in his defense, it was his brother's twenty-first birthday, so yeah, they yeah, yeah. they uh, Vegas did fucking they hard. Did, they did. They strip clubbed it. They oh yeah. What else they did? Did they go to the dispensaries? I can't. Remember. I don't think they went to the dispensaries. I know they went to that. I think they went to that Area Fifteen place. They did. Um, and then like I think they probably did some gambling and things oh yeah, like that, that. yeah. His brother. Uh, I don't remember if we told this, but his brother wanted to do the Vegas thing, so he literally wanted to do an. He wanted to make the move of an all-in. He just That's all he wanted. He didn't yeah. care if he lost. He'd never done it before. He'd he never done it. Do he's it. just like, I'm going to do it. And he's like, but this is a stupid bet. He's like, I don't care. I just want the experience. of. T-. And he did it, and he lost all his money. <laughs> <laughs> but like this, like I've never heard anybody like, I just want to feel I just what wanna, this feels like. I just want a bucket list doing an all-in. I was like, that's fucking outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> his brother was pretty cool. I enjoyed him. So his we, need to do, we need to do a new thing, because I never like really gamble. I grew up here. And so a lot of locals like don't really gamble. Cause we're no, you know, almost like, not Yeah, it's like, fuck that. But I was thinking about this the other day. It's like, man, you know what? I've never like played a table game. I grew up here. I'm 31 years old. I've never played like a table game at a casino ever. Wow. Like like a blackjack or something. But honestly, I think just to get it over with, I just like take 20, like put it on black and then just like then just just say I did it. So you mean roulette? Yeah. Like just do something fast, you know? Yeah, just to, just to do it. You never know. Maybe you'll hit it. You'll, you'll be and 35 would, to 1 richer. To, I can't <laughs> do the math in my head. but That's the thing to me, though. I'm, I'm like, fuck, man. Like, If I do that, I would be the most boring gambler ever. Because if I put like 20 down and doubled it, I would walk away. I'd be like, sweet. I got 40 bucks. Let's go to the bar. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> That's I, the thing of gambling, though. Once you get into it, that's I not never, how it goes. Yeah, like I never have that instinct of like, let's just do one more. <laughs> Dude, well, you've never tried it. You don't know that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And are you uh, are you a sucker for like video game like take video games for example the the carrot on a stick like doing the next like achievement or finding that little I don't know the audio log stuff like that yeah sometimes like I get it's I get into same, it's the same thing they get you with in game I get into that but the, like I never thing. get into like the paying for stuff in games no or no no that. not that but like it's just that like next thing it's so close oh I could just maybe one more time that's all that that's, that's what it takes. five more minutes. <laughs> Five more minutes, I can check this box. Absolutely, yeah. That's it depends. I have to really like a game before I do like all the completionist stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. So anyway, here 
Cheers, Cheers, JD. Thanks, JD. And Rowdy, good to meet you. I don't, we're not doing this whole thing, are we? Oh, fuck no. Oh, that's not. That's actually not too bad. No. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Do that in a little like a little ginger, like a little mule tea mule. That took me on a journey for three seconds. Woof. That's nah, not too bad at all. Interesting. So we're gonna have what fourteen different kinds of booze along with our <laughs> triple espressos. Well, I'm hoping the Mormon didn't send us booze, but we'll see. We're ex-Mormon. I don't know what he is. But. All right, sweet. So who's up next? Uh, let's do James next. Do James? Okay, this is a big box. This came in December, and I cut it open because I actually didn't know if it was for me for Christmas or what it was. And then I realized, oh, it's James. Never mind. I'll just yep put it away. So. All right, so I hope it's Glock mags. We've got. <laughs> oh, look at this. Oh, it's not beer. Check this out. Okay, interesting. I figured from from the Mormon. Brigham's Brew Peaches and Cream Soda. Peachy Keen. Send us some cream from soda. Wasatch. Wasatch, yeah. Wasatch, boy, it's the same thing. But... Oh, sweet. I should pop these in the fridge. Uh, I'll pop them in the fridge during break. Here's a cart. Go ahead and open that up for me. I haven't hey, dudes. says in parentheses not anthrax i'm sure the postman love that from james moyer in utah piping jim at gmail.com droning on podcast etc etc yeah if you haven't checked on out droning on it's a good show i'm not just saying that because we've both been on it and our episodes were probably not easy edits for all oh, james yeah I, I kept it pretty i did my together. best but i definitely had a few where i was like oh i listened to yours just this week and I've got some thoughts on it, but uh, you did not do a good job. No, he had a lot. I don't. Of- I don't censor myself that much. And to be fair, I listened to the Aussie Broad episode too, and hers was not an easy edit either. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. Uh, so it says, "Hey, dudes, congrats on surviving another Celtic Thanksgiving. Wish I could have been there. I'll be praying to the omnipotent and merciful Joe Brady that you have that he may convince you to keep the Las Vegas pipe band going in at least some form. Enclosed, find a few small tokens of friendship and gratitude. I don't know if swag and novelty sodas are sufficient sponsorship to get a shout out. If they are, feel free to shout out my new online store, bagpipeswag.com. There's your shout out. Nice. I gotta check yeah, like is it general bagpipe swag? I'm, stole yeah, I'm assuming it's like shirts and stuff. So it's not specific to his podcast. I, this makes sense though, because I saw the Instagram account for this. Oh, cool. So I'm sure on Instagram you can find that bagpipe swag. If not, no biggie. Just enjoy the soda and the drink where keep on entertaining me with your chanter ranty shenanigans. Happy holidays, you filthy animals. James, class act that guy. Check out his show. You're check gonna, out bagpipeswag.com. You're gonna like this. What we get? Uh, they're it's the same, but check it out. You're gonna like this. Momentum. <laughs> but it's you see, it's a bagpipe. Yeah, first. that's Skeleton awesome. Guy. That's cool. Okay, right. these are really cool. These probably don't show up well on camera, but yeah. Uh, I assume this is from a store. If I imagine. Uh, but do you know what this means? I do not. In fact, Musica Interim. He's in the chat. He'll tell us what it means. Um, but Memento Mori is. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Mental Mori is just reminding that you're going to die. You're going to die, yeah. Yeah. Which is an amazing song by Ghost, if you haven't heard it. Yeah, we had to do, when I was, back in the day, when I was in art school, we had our entire semester of having to do Memento Mori-themed work. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I could draw a skull like a motherfucker. I Prove it. Do it right now. <laughs> do it right now. <laughs> I've got a book. Here, while I'm opening the next thing, draw me a skull. Okay, give me, give me your book. And you, you start opening. But, you, but if you're opening, i got to talk while you're opening. Because you're not talking, and then when yeah. you get back on the mic, I'll start drawing. Okay. But, uh, yeah, thank you, James. These are these are freaking lovely. And then when we take a break, I'll pop the sodas in. We can try those later. Yeah, absolutely. So this one is... Go ahead and say who this is from. Uh, this is from Dan, right? I believe so. This is our buddy Dan from Chicago Highlanders. Yep. 
This came. Who we haven't seen in an age. Have we ever seen him? Yeah, he came to town. Was he one of the ones? Right. Yeah, he came to town. Remember, we got the. He gave us those patches. Oh right. Okay. Yep. Oh, Dan the man. All right. Oh boy. At least I hope that was right. I'm pretty sure that was the correct person. Here, help me out with that one. Oh Jesus! What is this? I don't know. It is like Christmas again. I hope this weren't. I hope oh, these weren't supposed God, to be refrigerated. Oh, so this like is light thinking from Chicago Highlander Centennial Celebration. It is a 32 ounce of beer. Nice. 4.7 percent. So you know it's not going to kill us. I'm confused why I can smell this, but you're going to like this one. This is a. I've never heard of this. Clark. Gotta get a bigger Sh- table. Clark Next and set. Sheffield. Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Clark and Sheffield, Kentucky Straight. I don't know if you've noticed, but you can smell it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know it's good when it's got a screw top. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Hello, Dolly. Got a nice Chicago Highlanders uh, Centennial mug. Oh, he did yeah. tell me that he was sending a bunch of merch from, or whatever. from. Dude, the- that's awesome. Oh, another one of the, the same beers. Excellent. These fuckers. Got some hefty drinking to do, apparently. I picked a bad day. Can you check that out for me? Bad day to slow down. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we got some sweet Chicago Highlanders koozies. So, yeah, I guess they just had their centennial celebration, 100 years strong. So, congrats, guys. If you haven't checked out the Chicago Highlanders, give them a shout. Sweet. Anything else in there? Yeah, there's some paper paper money. (laughs) It's it's $90, definitely not $100. Ooh, what are those stickers or something? Yeah, these are like giant decals, it looks like. I'll put that right in my car. Yeah, it's like a vehicle decal for Chicago Highlanders. <laughs> really? That's cool as hell. I'll have to get a new pipe case just because mine's... I've got so many stickers that my all the real estate on my pipe case is covered with stickers. Just keep putting them on top. Like, it'll look like... It'll look like a little punk rock case. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. It says, Josh and Andy, thanks for the hours of great entertainment. Have a drink on the Highlanders. Cheers, Joe and Dan. Our boys joe and dan joe and dan oh dan <laughs> joe schreiber and dan Hesh. sweet hope Thanks, i pronounce your names correctly gentlemen thank you very much this is incredibly generous and awesome i really like they i mean i imagine they did some sort of fundraiser with this oh it says five and a half percent alcohol. i don't know what this is Ooh, we got two different ones oh are they different yeah what was that one this one's 4.7 oh okay so let's find the ipa and give that to you <laughs> figuring out which is which <laughs> i imagine the less strong yeah, that one says light thinking so that might be a, a lighter one but no, yeah, oh my gosh, that. it is, it's Christmas in January. Holy moly, thanks everybody. Yeah. We love getting, especially liquor, but really anything. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, fucking A. Fucking A. Let's get, let's get fucking trash. It's a new year. New year. <laughs> <laughs> All my resolutions are out the window. Let's get trash. Uh, man, I was going to quit drinking for the 2022 too. Just the whole year? No, probably not, but I, it did cross my mind. <laughs> we had a rough fall. I spent a lot of time down that road. That long and lonesome road. <laughs> and a, shined, a shiny demon in the middle of, of the, the road. road. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fantastic. So uh, we got a few more things to get through before we take a little bit of a break, get into the topic of the week. Uh, real quick, I wanted to see... I got some just random things that uh, I wanted to just throw at you. And sure. we could go kind of rapid fire if you want. You don't yeah, have to, yeah. We don't have to make a whole big thing of it. Yeah, let's get through But Chanarant, our 2021 highlights. What were some of your favorite moments in 2021 at Chanarant? Man, I wish I had more than three seconds to think about this. Um, I'll read the fucking show notes. They were done this morning. <laughs> okay, I wish I had more than three hours. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, moments. Oh, do we, oh, well, we had some good guests on this year. Uh, I thought we had we some phenomenal with. guests. And like, 
I one of my favorite things about the show is always like inviting a complete stranger on, and then by the end, I feel like we're friends. Yeah, that's always fun. Um, geez. All right, so I guess I get, you got to stand out with the Emma Bar episode. Emma Bar was super fun. Um, great sense, great sense of humor in that one. Yeah, and she hung in there pretty good. Uh, in the edit of listening to that again, because at the time I didn't think it was that bad. Like when we did it live, I was like, "Oh, we didn't really go go after her that hard." And then listening back, I'm like, "Oh God, what have we done?" Like we well, really, <laughs> really did. Well, because <laughs> she, she was being really quiet, so we'd be get we'd be going down a rabbit hole, and then I would just throw her something completely fucked up from left field. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Which she would never answer, which was fine. She got out of it really artfully, but it was just funny that like, oh my god, did we really just ask her about anal or some shit? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what do we? I forgot this happened, but she handled like a champ, and she's probably one of the most championship people other than Stuart Little we've ever had on the show. Yeah, that's true. We haven't we haven't uh, talked to Uncle Stu in a while. Yeah, so that was a good one. What else? Who other big guests we had? Uh, I think yeah, a lot of a lot of my highlights are definitely guests. Like Isla well, was, was this year. Yeah, Isla was super fun. She's I mean, getting to know her, you know, leading up to the concert and like hanging out and all that stuff. Like that was just a blast. She's super fun to hang out with. Vegas yeah. did her dirty too. Oh, big time. She was pretty. She was pretty hanging. Yep, it did. Uh, <laughs> Eric Evanhouse dirty as well. <laughs> fucking yeah <laughs> Fine. we got to hang out with Eric Evanhouse in person for the first time that, that was, I could think of that's a highlight that guy's a real got creep to meet, got to meet a lot of people in person this year <laughs> that we don't normally get to hang out with that was a lot of fun yeah uh, another highlight is we realized or we I don't I'm going to say it's intentional just to make us look better. Uh, for the second year in a row we had Trevor on during gay month and uh, just because oh during pride month pride month yeah <laughs> Was I'm it? pretty I sure that wasn't intentional. I, it wasn't intentional at all. It just worked out that yeah, way. And, like, he, and he pointed it out. He's like, "Why do you guys keep having me on?" <laughs> <I know laughs> he kept having me on during Pride. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh fuck, I didn't, th- I didn't think about it." But you're right. It is Pride. <laughs> Next year we're getting a lesbian because that's way. We need to get ratings are way higher yeah, than lesbians. Right. Absolutely. Right. That's what Howard. We'll, we'll do a better. Is. We'll do a better Pride month next year. Yeah, yeah, it'll be great. We'll plan ahead like all of two hours. Or, or we'll be real allies and uh, not exploit Pride Month for our personal gain. <laughs> And just, you know, quietly support it in the background. It's the same reason we have Angel on in February. You know what I would love to do? I know that this, the Utah kids, they go and play in the Pride Parade, which that would be probably... The Utah guys? Yeah. Like oh, I didn't know that. Thea and Eric Where? and them? Down in California? No, no, in Utah. They really? play... Yeah, they, they have like a... I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong if you guys are in the chat, but I'm pretty sure that they go out and play because I've seen pictures and it looked like a fucking blast. It's a tie, I would imagine Thea's doing it for sure. Um, so uh, if they ha- <laughs> I'll, I'll take an invite to that if you guys want extra guns. Tell you what, I am not going to a pride parade in Utah, and I'll tell you why. It's probably a conspiracy. I'll get them all in one place. Get them and all in one place and then just mow them down. Drop a bomb or something. All the conservative fucking nutcases are going to mow them down. <laughs> Go to California where it's safe to be gay. <laughs> <laughs> Episode title. Oh, wait, let me write that down. You got my notebook? Oh, to draw a skull. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm trying to multitask. Uh, no, it's fine. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> what other great things happened this year? Uh, Jesus, do we have any other big names? Not that I can remember. Uh, but then I my brain is ruined from all the drinking and syphilis, I suppose. But uh, I think it was a good year. We made it. We kept going. At least th- that happened. We almost killed ourselves in the fall. The you know We had the COVID thing to deal with. The band that shall not be named was a struggle. But it's all turned around. Everything's going to be fine. So, uh, I don't know. Nothing else is coming to mind that was amazing about Yeah, I think a lot of my a lot of my highlights were guests. Like, it was just so... We had met so many fun people. There was, like, no contest. There was nothing to do. <laughs> so, it had to be, like, guest-related. So, um, 
So yeah. Anyway, met the two loves of my life. So that's always good. Whenever a hot chick comes on the show. Yeah, let's go. All right. Let's see. Let's see what you, let's see what you came up with. That's a skull. That's what skulls look like. It's definitely a skull. It's a very <laughs> pig nose skull, but I like it. I can deal with it. Uh, <laughs> uh, so pivoting off that, um, what's new with Channer Rant in 2022? What are we going to be up to? Uh, some of you more astute listeners may have noticed that we've made a, f- a few uh, upgrades to gear. We're trying to get a higher resolution output, you know, make our streams a little, little nicer, a little easier on the eyes. Mm-hmm. So some minor quality changes, hopefully, and also we're just trying to add some add some more things to the to the docket, I suppose. Yeah, so, add some value, I think. You know, yeah. do more stuff, especially for the patrons. Um, so I mean, it's been hard. It's been because usually a lot of our ancillary content was like travel related, and then like nobody could go anywhere, nothing happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're gonna add. I, I, I started working on um, some educational content that the channel rant. So we're not just complete assholes. We're only seventy five percent seventy five percent assholes. So <clears throat> we're gonna ha- we're gonna start bringing some people in for our Saturday sessions where we do like our we used to do drinks on uh, once a month or something like just yeah like, like a, the, for the yeah we're probably gonna do the happy hour bring that back because that was always good sesh just kind of hang out and shoot the shit for a bit yeah but I'm gonna add a little little thing to it so we're gonna have a, a presenter do a little bit of education you know short 15 20 minute little presentation and then you can ask them questions and we'll just hang out after that basically we'll do that once a month or so first one is set for what january 22nd we have uh the illustrious joe brady coming to do a presentation on Uncle joe on pipe in marketing, marketing your pipe marketing band. your pipe band and social medias and things of that nature um so easily the first best pipe band marketer right above me yeah, he's absolutely outstanding at it. And I, and I want it to be more philosophical. Like, what is he going for? Like, what should you be planning? Like, nobody's got his energy. No. For somebody his age, for especially. But, like, and his... <laughs> helps if you don't, have, to a, put helps cats if you don't have a day job. Yeah, I mean, nobody has his desire to put cats on the internet. But um, but it's more about philosophy. Like, what do you want? Out of, and it could, doesn't have to be pipe band. It could be your rock band. Like, if you're yeah. like Killian and, and you need mar- help marketing your rock band. Or maybe you're... Uh, you know, want to do, you know, get more jobs for I'm yourself. Just re- I just realized this is probably how I end up on the docket for one of these educational things because he could talk about the philosophy and I could talk about the technical aspect. We don't have that kind of time. Just You're not like, going to be able to teach people how to just edit like, hey, video. Here, here, here's, here's three ways to approach it. I know absolutely nothing, have no money. I know absolutely nothing, have a little bit of money. I know absolutely nothing, have a lot of money. And then sub go from there or like i know a good amount about this kind of thing but our band has like one gopro four right uh no i have different ideas for you to present but i have a couple ideas <laughs> but um yeah i thought uh is there anybody more in tune with um getting your name out there than joe brady and i, I love his most recent one and this maybe it's an accident maybe he's used it before but the one that's it's his newest card that's called it says all it is is in his font and everything it's awake and it's because he's doing all this new year stuff yep. it's like and he's and he's talking about like i don't forget all the various ones but that one grabbed me because wake it makes sense based on his band but it's like we're, we're coming back we're awake to what the reality of piping what it should be and all that kind of stuff and i really like that one so that's cool yeah i like um, that so anyway, we're going to do that on uh, January 22nd, approximately noonish, a noon West Coast time anyway. Yep. And, PST, uh, baby. And then, uh, so come on in, ask Joe questions. Well, and that's the kind of thing that we could record 
um, as well. So you could join it live. Absolutely. We could record it and post it for any other patrons that want to check it out. Yeah, patrons only, of course. Uh, yeah, give me so, your five bucks, bitch. Yeah, it's join Patreon, and you're gonna Patreon. Excuse me, and you're gonna have all these benefits. I have some other ideas, some things lined up for the next month, few months after that. It's gonna be great. In the chat, we've got uh, Cobra technical advice. Hire Josh. Thanks, buddy. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to the city of Chicago pipe band. They did a bunch of videos for Christmas that I got the opportunity to help with. And uh, yeah, do more. I like those. Those were really cool. So I did watch those. You did the editing. Is that correct? I did the editing. Yeah. So I'm curious. Were you involved before or after they recorded it? Uh, after. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I know exactly why you're asking that question. Because <laughs> I saw him. I'm like, I mean, it wasn't bad. I'm not no, at no. all saying that, but I'm like, this is not the way he would have done it if he had full instruction from the beginning. No, no. So they had recorded everything and then they were looking to engage someone to edit it. Which and, is fine. And yeah. I mean, there was there was some work to be done. Some were more work than others. Yeah. But overall, uh, the way I thought the product was great. Um, I did. I ended up doing a little more audio mastering than I thought I was going to have to just uh, mm -hmm. just to kind of balance it out. But they the one thing that they did well. And that I gave them a lot of credit for because they admitted to me after they'd already recorded everything like, hey, like we didn't really know what we were doing. So we just fucking recorded everything like like we shot angles. like we shot as much footage as we can. We had external mics like we just, you know, we weren't Swing sure which it. thing was going to be the right thing. And so we just recorded everything. And I was like, that's a good mentality. Like yeah. if you don't, if you're not you sure, yeah. if you're not sure, fucking shoot everything. Same thing I tell people who are like beginner photographers. I'm like, if you have a digital camera. A DSLR or something that can in a big ass fucking memory card. The real experienced guys will go to an event and maybe shoot like 75 to 100 shots. And then if you're not that experienced, you might shoot 400. And if you really don't know what the fuck you're doing, you might shoot 800. And that's just part of getting used to your camera and making sure you have more coverage than you need. Because if you're not a lot of if you're not very experienced and you shoot 100 shots and only 20 of them are good, your clients can be like, what the fuck? Why did I pay you to cover my event for two hours and you give me 20 photos? Right. Yeah, I, that's something that I've noticed with photographers. And, and I don't know if the numbers are reality, but I'm just, just using those percentages or whatever. But And this is the same as it. This is exactly my dating life as well. But <laughs> just <laughs> shoot a thousand shots. Quantity is better than take a thousand shots and... A hundred of them work out. Fusco, Fusco's dating advice <laughs> is the same advice you use in an anti-air cannon. It's just, 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 fucking, just fucking let it go. Just keep pouring into the sky and <laughs> one of them might hit the plane. Oh, it's absolutely correct, man. Uh, but it's the same. Photography, it's like you take a shit ton of shots and you, you hope for that one ma yeah. magic shot. That and that really would be one of the things I tell bands, too. It's like, you know, luckily we live in such a fucking awesome time to where, like, if you don't know shit about photography, videography... You can climb on YouTube and you can at least fuck your way to the middle. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Pretty quickly and then develop some style and stuff. So it's I think that that's going to be something we see a lot, especially as bands have adapted to not being able to go out more. And as we have this conversation about marketing your band and things like that, I think you're going to see a lot of cell phones on tripods at the end. of Like, even if it's just that, that's more than zero. Better than zero, absolutely. Yeah, not everything has to be 4K, 60 frame masterpiece, right? <laughs> done like, is better than perfect. Done is better than perfect. As long as you have good audio, content is better than performance. Content, yeah. If it's 480p and the audio is fucking fire, then mm -hmm. okay, cool. That's great. Here's the other thing, and this is a sales mentality as well, is let the audience choose what they're going to watch. Like, don't make that decision for them. Yep. Right? So uh, don't, you know, if somebody's, you know, it's the same thing in sales. Like, don't say no for your client. Offer them do the presentation, let them say no, and that's fine, but you shot your shot, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's the same thing with your 
band video or whatever it is make granted it might end up on fail of the week you never know so there is that Could. risk but <laughs> you know like put shit out there and, and get better at it the next time like what did you learn from that experience right uh, whether it's i learned something about my camera this fucking lighting and this thing didn't work or maybe i was too far this is the other thing that drives me nuts when people take pictures like hey will you take a shot of standing in front of the Blagio? hey take it and they stand 17 miles away like Get up close so yeah. it looks good. You don't have to be so fucking far away. And then, because when you edit it and you pull in, then you lose your fucking. Do you guys, you guys want to know Josh's uh, fucking pro God, tip? Nuts. Pro tip of the week: Every phone in existence now has a portrait mode. Turn it on. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. <laughs> portrait mode, and then frame it in the shot. It's not. You don't have to be. Yeah. Oh if you God. if you can if you can learn how to click portrait mode. And watch a 30-second YouTube video on rule of thirds. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all you need. Yeah, yeah. And turn your goddamn phone sideways for turn your and tu- Yeah, turn your fucking phone. If you're videoing <laughs> something, turn your phone sideways. <laughs> Unless you're doing Instagram. Other than that, then you're fine. But anyway, uh, that's neither. That, that's a whole lot of nothing. But we're going to try to do a little bit more this year. And as and this may last me three weeks. My, my discipline and motivation might last me three weeks. It might last me a year. We'll see what happens. But uh, I am, I'm ready to go. You're, I'm hopefully hoping you're ready to go. You've got a lot of things on, the, on your plate. But Yeah, uh, I, I do kind of I'm, – I'm very gung-ho. And this will tie into some of the stuff if we end up talking about it later. I mean, we're kind of all over the place right now because we've been drinking this fucking sweet tea vodka. <laughs> but uh, – I'm I one of my things, despite being way overspread, as I typically am. That was my date last night. Yeah, <laughs> she was overspread. <laughs> I never seen somebody like hyperextend their hips before. <laughs> At least it didn't pop out of the socket. <laughs> no, they, well, if you hear a cracking noise, that's bad. <laughs> cracking noise followed by screaming. <laughs> um, but yeah, like one of the things that I really want to do, just for my own personal sanity, is like more creative projects. And I remember being incredibly busy in the golden age of the Las Vegas pipe band social media stuff, but it was also satisfying. Like it was, you know, it was fun work to do. Yeah, absolutely. So I probably will just never sleep again. Thank goodness. I've discovered this delicious concoction. Once I discovered these, because I used to drink those Starbucks little ones. And then this is black rifle, whatever the fuck the espresso. So let's, we need to reach out black rifle coffee company. They do have a store here in town. Where's our where's our sponsorship? We just want these. Holy want shit! Cases these, of these. These are amazing. Um, I don't, I don't fully just, I don't fully agree with their politics, but goddamn, their Instagram account's awesome. Yeah, I mean they're the pro big America thing and all that, but you know, like guns and veterans and shit. But uh, I mean, I'm not against veterans or anything, but Jesus, like, but goddamn, that's a good coffee. But this is really really good. <laughs> and quite frankly, I'm tired of Starbucks's nonsense. Their drinks are shit, and this is way better, and it's way less calories. So sweet. <clears throat> uh, and I tell you what. Somebody mentioned that we were getting all these episodes out. You yeah, know, like we all oh, the cocaine. We 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 have some money for cocaine or something. I'm like no, yeah, black rifle coffee. Let me tell <laughs> it's you, coffee. It's almost the same. <laughs> so moving along, so we talked about what's our chain rank twenty twenty one highlights phase. Kind of what's new with us, and then we went off on a tangent. Uh, Fusco has a band that shall not be named. I wouldn't know. We haven't seen them since uh, the last episode, pretty much. But I've been trying to check in. We we know the new plan is that everybody was basically forced, uh, Piper side anyway, forced to join a dojo. They have to get to phase four, and then we'll have practices again. There's some little details in there that's not important. But um, essentially, that's the plan. It's an experiment to see, one, if people do it, mm-hmm. two, uh, 
if that makes a difference, which Andrew Douglas proposed the theory, of course he did, but um, that uh, getting people through to phase four is going to make a significant difference in your band. And it was it was just sort of a statement he made. So I'm going to go. I went hardcore. I'm like, no, well, fuck the shit. Let's I mean, do it and see what happens. It's so impossible to do without consistency. Like, you're never going to get there once it's a week. hugely important to be consistent. And that's true of anything, I suppose. But, and, and this is where teachers, we had a big discussion on Tuesday about this, but where teachers need their students to to give a little obviously give a lot to be honest but but you got to do it as well the student it's not it's not oh, all it should the be teacher, like it should be like 20 80 it should be like 20 percent the teacher's time and energy and 80 percent yours and yeah. even that like the kid the the student that's doing like 90 10 is going to get farther yeah the, the more i'm not saying you play your pipes for four hours a day but like it's not more than zero it's not quantity it's quality yeah. and focus and, and that's a big thing I wanted our people to do is the dojo forces you to learn how to learn first and then how and then what are what's important the fundamentals essentially the rudiments as uh the rudiments of piping as captain ken eller calls them uh which is essentially the fundamentals but um so we're gonna see what happens uh i think I about know. that a lot i think yeah. about the learning how to learn first because like i i didn't learn i didn't learn how to learn until probably my junior year of college yeah. When I realized, hey, the way I've been doing this, like even just like school shit and like things like, like the way I've been doing this is wrong. I've been doing this the least efficient way humanly fucking possible. Correct. Uh, I I learned how to learn in college, I would say as well, but I, I learned it on my own. Like I was like, I got like, this is fucking hard. <laughs> like chemistry is hard. I got to find another what was, way. <laughs> what was the what was the moment for you? I remember distinctly the moment that I had to get my shit together. Oh, I remember it was freshman year. First, it was intro to engineering because I started off as an engineer major, engineering major. And it was like, essentially, the class was learning how to be organized, um, how to not, not I wouldn't say necessarily how to learn, but it was it was it wasn't intro to college, but it had a lot of those aspects to it. And I remember very clearly like, holy shit, there's a lot involved. Like in high school, I just breathed, breezed through. Mm-hmm. It was like easy, easy for me. College was not. Um, it was like, oh, th- now you really got to work. <laughs> Things oh, yeah. just came easy to me in high school. Um, and it was like eye-opening for me. Like, oh, boy. Like, I took, like, high-end chemistry, high-end physics, high-end calcu- high like, calculus 2, all in my very first semester of, of college. I'm like, I'm I'm going to kill myself. This well, is and I don't, so overwhelming. <laughs> I, think, I think that another thing that, uh, you know, and, I mean, this is going back, you know, decade or so for me. But one of the things that you don't realize and one of the things I think that translates a little bit to being in a band is like when you leave, when you graduate from high school and go away to college, like you have skin in the game now. Like you have to pay your fucking well, your rent. Your, yeah. your, your tuition's costing a shit ton of money. Like you have something tangible to lose if you are a slacking piece of shit. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And that that was the thing for me is like I remember like grades were slipping like into my sophomore year going into my junior year and i had i had the great fortune i mean i had a you know the cheapest state education that you can get in nevada but i had the fortune of not having to take out loans or anything like that sure. which was you know amazing mm-hmm. totally worth it no student debt i'll take the cheap state education yeah i mean and in the end one it doesn't Nobody matter cares. once yeah. you're out, <laughs> once you're out it doesn't matter but I, I remember like great slipping and it's like oh by the way like uh if you don't pick this shit up like that's it the money stops coming and yeah. you're going to have to pay for this shit yourself and yeah. sort it out. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Once you face the existential threat <laughs> <laughs> of being stranded in Reno with a shitty job and no, no money. And yeah, you're not no. in college anymore. 
Well, uh, yeah, then you're like, oh, I better get my shit together. And then, you know, you get a shitty job. You work like 30 hours a week. That's all they'll pay you for. And mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it's, it's work all a bunch like- of Work a bunch of side gigs, doing like live sound, AV, sleep two hours, go to class. Right. Absolutely. So, But that's the, that's bringing this all back to piping somehow is that that's what I'm hoping we get out of the change was that people learn. Like, how many times have we heard people complain about they can't memorize stuff or they can't improve their teeth or whatever. I don't know the yeah. technique or whatever it is, or they struggle. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, have you looked into like, have you thought about different approaches or um, researched how to learn how to learn? Many people actually, almost nobody does that. The dojo now, as of January 1st, forces you to do that first. Um, and I think that's really an important thing. Um, granted, it's one of those things where it's, it's longer in the short term, but shorter in the long term. Yes. So, well, because you only have to learn how to learn once. Correct. And once you, you got to sacrifice in the beginning where it's like, I'm not spending very little time doing actually any piping here. I'm learn, I'm reading and studying about how to strategize my process, right? Which is really important. So, but you can also do it. I mean, you can do it fairly quickly if you're not, if you're doing it. Like if you sit down and get through that process of like learning, okay, here's, here's how I'm going to approach my rehearsals and here's how I'm going to approach my own musical, my own, what was the term? I'm going to get this, my own, uh, like technical mastery so that I can eventually explore my musical creativity or whatever that concept is. Oh, bagpipe freedom. Yeah. (laughs) Essentially. But yes, like when, you know, absolutely correct. Once you do that, like you don't have to do it twice. Like, no. Yeah, once you and then just rip, then just fucking start ripping into material, right? Correct. It gets much easier once you know how to do that. Like, if assuming you take the time to learn how to do that process, yeah. And memorization comes quicker. You don't have to come up with a strategy; it just happens. Like you hear a tune once, and you're just able to sing it. You know, but that comes with experience. Yeah, and there's no way, there's no way beyond time on instrument for sure. So anyway, that's uh, we'll see how that goes. I have no clue. It's this. What is today? The f- it's the first week of January. Yeah, it's the eighth. I have no idea what's that. We had our one practice with just the core people, and uh, we'll see. I have no idea what everybody's doing. But All we'll right, see. I'm gonna blow through some stuff. Uh, quick plug for the Chain Rain Discord. You can sign up chainrain.com/discord. Good fun. Lots of different channels talking about everything from fucking pew pew to cigar lounge to piping and drumming stuff to educational things i finally joined the uh, dojo u discord i see some distinct similarities and it's an interesting except for him doing everything slightly better than i'm doing our discord <laughs> well that's what andrew does he like takes an idea and then makes it better that's kind of his thing uh real quick plug i and i i wanted to mention this because i got this email and i was like holy shit yeah, this I is great too, yeah. <laughs> so this is a uh, wispaba the the organization that we basically made this channel this podcast famous for shit talking <laughs> and one of the things that i talked to them before because i was the only person that would attend any of the public meetings was you know like hey you know one of the things you could do is like ask for fucking help like there's people in your community that know how to do stuff and i loved this email because they're currently in the process of trying to develop their own system to replace our current Thank piping registration system God. which is trash total trash and i saw this i'm like thank god so they're trying to make a retired <laughs> a proprietary system although they've been working with some computer science school students they've you know all this stuff so they sent a shout out to their membership which i love where they're saying hey um and some of you probably have gotten this where they're building a project team people who know uh aws system admin stuff database design all that kind of stuff so i thought that was great to take an organization 
that we've been bitching at to use its membership and actually use them and ask for help. And I thought that was great. Absolutely. Good on you. Like, I saw that email and I was like, <gasps> two years later, they're listening to my advice. Look at that. Well, I mean, we don't know that they got it from you, but either way, the results or are the they same. just Or they just didn't want to pay anybody <laughs> to do it. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's that because if you, in the email they mentioned that they like had like an intern or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they mentioned an intern or something. But uh, but at least they're doing something. Like, yeah. I, there's got to be a system in place that already exists. I don't know why they need to create their own oh, necessarily. Uh, we, but R2 existed and that sucks. Yeah. Like, they just I mean, got that from sports. Either of us had ever had the time. We've been talking about years, like just having a, building our own system and licensing it to events. And oh, yeah. Licensing it to an association. I have a great don't take, idea. Don't take that idea, Joe I have Brady. A great idea for that, like an app thing. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, quickly screaming through some of this other stuff. New merch. We have bag, bagpipe Baphomet t-shirt on that the store. That one's actually selling pretty well Yeah, so I got to order one i'm gonna do an order soon for like our test stuff so i'll probably throw a couple more things up and then we're sold out until february until yeah. february yeah okay. but we'll, and we'll order ourselves some one then yeah. and then uh we're catching up on edits some of you may have noticed thanks to mr fusco here who cracked out a couple while he was in new york thank you that was incredibly yeah, helpful no problem. i'll keep keep hammering we're, we're getting two weeks until we're caught up people yep. uh, patreon updates <laughs> we're gonna try to post more patreon and then i wanted to we had uh, i got a notification that killian he was a patron, but I thought he was already a patron. He was. He left and then he came back. Okay, so welcome back, Killian. Um, uh, Killian's also a guitarist in a rock heavy metal band. Really? Out of Michigan. It's called the Dead Helmsman. So check them out on oh, Facebook. Oh, fuck yeah, Dead Helmsman. Uh, they did a live show recently. They're pretty cool. That sounds awesome. Uh, episode 200. More details on that coming soon. Um, and then, you know, Highland Games. I put that in here just because I didn't have a lot of stuff. Currently, the Vegas games are scheduled to happen. I have not seen a lot of other stuff scheduled, so we'll probably have a better update on that next week. Yeah. I don't know what's happening this year. It's complete chaos right now. <laughs> Dude, I can tell you, I'm I'm so far behind. Like, my volunteers are dragging feet. It's it's just rough. That's life. Everybody's dragging feet. Like, we, so we, the band has had that issue. The, the Highland Games apparently has that issue. I, I don't... I, I received a message from the dude in Chicago. What's his name? Jim Sim. He's like, hey, we're having Chicago games, and we're also having. I think he's involved in another one. I forget what it's called. He's like, uh, just let you know in case you guys want to come out. I'm like, to Chicago, Vegas? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, maybe in a real on a world's year, uh, yeah. Know, but, but I appreciate the. Can I, can I come and not play? <laughs> but at least they're doing. Uh, That's good it, for them. Glad man. that they're doing something. Like, I don't know of anybody. I, I still you know, Queen Mary it. doesn't exist anymore, as far as I know. The Queen Mary's yeah, gone. Yeah, I don't know about Phoenix. That. No idea. Yeah, think, Arizona I, has been struck. There's no. I mean, are they going to try to do a fucking flag in Williams again? That was such a cluster. I don't know. That's July. I haven't gone that far. I think that's just going to. <laughs> I think that's just going to become an athletics event, and like maybe some soloists. They did it last year. I bet you they'll try to do it again. If, if uh, Arizona's like, I mean, we were literally, so we're literally playing in freaking horse shit. That video hasn't come out yet, but <laughs> why? That's such a good video. Why is that? Not I come know out it's yet? it's like halfway done, and then I just got busy. God damn it! I'm putting that on your to do list. Yeah, put it on my to do list. I'll get that one done. <laughs> we talked to the mayor of Williams. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a whole fucking thing, uh, and then of course I ended in chaos as they usually do. But um, but anyway, yeah, man. So yeah, I think that's our year. I don't know. Let's that's a good awesome. wrap up. Well, hey, so we can get to the topic. Let's. You want to take a quick break? I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna hit the head. Yeah, me too. And uh, we'll put I'll put these sodas in the fridge. So I'm gonna put up the screen. It'll have the chat if anybody wants to talk to each other and hang yeah, out. Yeah, if anybody's any questions or have anything they like to talk about, let us know in yeah, the chat, and we'll then we'll be, come back in three minutes. Yeah, and, uh, we'll be right back shortly. This episode of the Channerant Podcast is brought to you by McClellan Bagpipes, proudly made in North America by artesian bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan from Eust, Scotland. At McClellan Bagpipes, they don't strive to be the biggest, fastest, or the cheapest. 
They do, however, meticulously craft a small number of the best-sounding and most beautiful-looking bagpipes in the world since their beginning in 1988. Over the years, McClellan Bagpipes has established a solid reputation for rich, warm, and stable tone, created with incredible craftsmanship and instruments of heirloom quality and unparalleled beauty. Head to BespokeBagpipes.com to learn more about their innovations like the new Elevation Chanter, which features a lower-pitched richness inspired by the classic top hand of older chanters and sustainable solutions like the Revelation Bagpipe, a Delrin instrument featuring bores lined with a cellulose polymer sleeve giving you the structural benefits of a Delrin instrument while maintaining a refined wood-like sound. Check out McClellan Bagpipes' diverse line of instruments and learn more about their restoration work on vintage bagpipes by visiting their website at bespokebagpipes.com. McClellan Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. Bagpipe time, baby. Backpack time, baby. <laughs> uh, just so you know, Roderick, we did use the toilet together. Fusco sat as far back as he could to poo. And then I mounted and peed between his legs so that we could both go at the same time. Absolutely. Yeah. That's. We've mastered the art. We spent a lot of time together, which I think is it's an called, it's part the, of our topic. It's but. called the wet duck. <laughs> wet duck. <laughs> uh, Saving time. That's That's what we do. Sweet. All right, buddy. So would you like to introduce our topic this week? I would. So while I was away uh, in New York, I was listening to... New York City, for those of you who don't know. No, not New York. (laughs) There's a whole other state, people. (laughs) God, I get that question so much. Uh, Yeah, I mean, and I guess it's my fault. I should know better. I should just say it right out of the gate, but it's just annoying. Anyway, um, so while I was in New York, I was listening to Lex Friedman. If anybody knows who he is. I'm not uh, familiar. Many podcast people might know who he is. He is uh, a, he's Russian, but American. He was, grew up in Russia, but he's here now. He lives in Texas, Austin. He's friend of Joe. Uh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. He does a podcast. He went to MIT. Very smart guy. Has a lot of like high, super interesting. Joe Rogan's uh, the second most popular podcast under Chanaran. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> if you go to Spotify, you'll see Chanarant, then Joe Rogan. Then Joe Rogan. But many people will know who Lex Friedman is. Anyway, he's he's really interesting to listen to. At some point, I was listening to him, and he, and he gave me this quote, and this like hit me. I'm like, this is what I've talked about forever, and I loved it. Uh, so, And this is going to be our topic, and we'll expand on this in a sec. So, and this goes along with the whole New Year, New Me thing, meaning pipe band, whatever. So, says this. Old me's hopefully slightly better. <laughs> I totally didn't write down who said it, but it's I'll look it up. I'll Google it if anybody wants to know. But it says this. Inspiration is for amateurs. The rest of us just show up and get to work. If you wait around for the clouds to part and a bolt of lightning to strike you in the brain, you are not going to make an awful lot of work. All the best ideas come out of the process. They come out of the work itself. And I think that's the quote. So the inspiration is for amateurs thing. That's the thing that grabbed me. I'm like, this is what we've been talking about all the time. Yeah. Like it's, it's more about setting up. It's more discipline is what's more important yeah. in my opinion. Um, and very often the problem that I guess amateurs make but I want in a piping sense, beginners, people less experienced. Let's put it that way. Make. I think, I think he, I don't consider the term amateur to be derogatory in that sense. Like I think you could say amateurs. Probably not. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Um, but obviously people with less experience is that they're, they're waiting around like they, they obviously when inspiration comes, take advantage of it. Of mm-hmm. course. That's yeah. You know, like, that, hey, I'm motivated. That's, that's what I'm doing right that's now. That's like the best thing that could happen to you. Right. Like, right. But it's not the norm. No, it's, it's not the norm. And it's actually probably very rare. Right. But it's all about it, one setting up systems, 
so that you're consistent and or, um, you know, put your head down and get to work kind of thing so that you're always in that mode. When inspiration hits, you get even more benefits out of it. Yeah. But no matter what, here's my from when I get up in the morning from so like I go to the gym from six to six thirty or I go for a run or whatever it is. You know, it doesn't matter. 6.30 to 7, I'm playing my practice chair. I'm going to do my big doubling exercise and I'm going to focus on my grace note size or whatever, you know, whatever that fundamental thing is that you're working on. And and when I get home, before I go home from work, I bring my pipes and I play at work instead of uh, waiting until I get home and then, oh, the wife's got the dinner on and I'll go do that and then I'll fucking forget. I'll just never get to it. Yeah. Right. James had a, you know, James Moyer did a, sh- well, he's done lots of shows recently, but he, he mentioned this in one of his episodes where, um, the idea, he was talking about he was experimenting, and I've told people this for years. This is how I did it. I, I came. I mean, I, I'm not the inventor of this, but I came to it on my own realization for myself is leave your fucking pipes together, and it's one less roadblock to picking up the pipes and playing them. That was my trick I, for the 100-day challenge. Yeah, I don't need that now, but then I did. Like when pipes are hard, like when they're physically hard for you and you're like in, you know, an amateur, and it's like, fuck, I just know I'm going to start sweating, and this sucks. If I got to put them together, I'm not going to do it. Like they're in my case. It's just one more thing I got to do, right? That's 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 an example of a system that you can. What I like to say is outsmart yourself. Where mm-hmm. You got to you got to learn what your tendencies are and beat them. And part of that is like set my pipes out, put them in a room that's you know put your channel away, but you don't have to put the pipes away. And and like oh, more likely to pick them up. If you're a drummer, maybe it's leaving your pad and your sticks on your com- on your computer desk. Like oh shit, that's right. Let me pick them up and play a little. Even you know, your whatever drum, it is. even your drum on a stand. Like it could be anything. Yeah, I mean, but get creative. You have to come up with your own ideas. Like back when we were playing regularly in <laughs> rock bands, uh, one of the things I would do is I was always make sure my guitar was tuned and plugged in, and the amp was off, and it would just sit in front of the amp, mm-hmm. tuned, plugged in, ready to go. I tune the beginning. Tune at the end. Tune at the end. Because then I was like, fuck, if I got to practice, like, pick it up and go. Pick it up. You turn it on. Even if you get five minutes in, play through something and then turn it off, put it down, go do the shit you got to do. I Absolutely. mean, when I did the 100 day challenge, my pipe sat on this desk, mm-hmm. fully assembled minus channer, obviously. Yeah, you plug that in, play one tune, go. If you bother to want to tune it after that, you want to keep going? I had great. my big, tall phone tripod because I was recording videos for that at the mm-hmm. time. And literally everything just stay, everything except for the. Uh, pipe channer just stayed set up ready to go i could do i can knock it out in seven minutes i could yeah. tune for 60 seconds play and be done yeah absolutely one and i i want to say this about the episode that you were on with james droning on it was six months ago or oh so. yeah it was it was, it was pretty early in it was a while ago because it was early into me doing the 100 day yeah yeah and one of the things that you mentioned it's, it's not like it's new information but you referenced it and maybe i haven't heard it in a piping sense before was um Fuck. What was it? I mean, the big thing for me during that. <laughs> Don't drop like yeah, that. I know. <laughs> and you haven't even drank your bourbon yet. No. The big thing for It'll me during back. that point was just like removing barriers to entry. It was like, right. if I can do, if I can, if it's there and it's like, I'm at my desk, it's behind me, it's in my view, I come in here to work, I see it, and I'm like, fuck, I, gotta, I still have to do that today. And I would just pick it up, play something, get shot in the face with confetti, call it a day. Oh, that's right. That was on, that was only the last one. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, that was only the last one. I don't know if you, any of you guys follow me on Instagram at Josh Plays Pipes, but shameless plug. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, uh, that was the last hundred day challenge where my girlfriend shot me right between the fucking eyes with the confetti. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Um, that was a good idea in concept. <laughs> it didn't work out, but um, 
But yeah, no, I, I think that's an important part of the thing that most people, I don't know about most, but a lot of people are missing is the get up, do it right away, put your head down. Work. And we talk about this with maybe the Highland Games or just life in general. Very often it's people spend way too much time thinking about things instead of doing or tr- or thinking or about them at waiting, the wrong time. Either waiting for motivation or trying to get motivated. And it's like sometimes you're just not going to be. Yeah. This is a thing that I learned a lot Discipline when I was doing so much further. Like when I was doing a lot of freelance design and editing work, like every now and then you get a project where you're like super gung ho about it and you're like, "Oh, fuck yeah, like I I'm excited about this. I know what I want it to be. Let's bang this fucker out." 98% of the projects you get that you're getting paid for are horrible. Mm-hmm. It's like here's here's a four minute video i need you to edit and do motion graphics for where i explain the housing market in cincinnati (laughs) and like trying to like trying to approach that with enthusiasm is fucking impossible right because it's just fucking boring Mm -hmm. so you just make it good like right it's like all right i'm gonna make this good because i'm getting paid to like that's you know that's the idea but you're never like oh i don't like shoot upright in bed at night and go court court i thought of it I figured out how we can market bidets. Like, like that just doesn't happen. <laughs> Absolutely. So you gotta like, you know, like you're going to get boring shit to do. Like I hate to, I hate to spoil it for everyone. Uh, working on your doublings and embellishments is fucking boring. Yeah, absolutely. It is. You're never going to be inspired to do it. You're never going to have that bolt of lightning and you're like, Oh my God, you know what really fucking take me from six to midnight right now? Big doubling exercise. Right. Like, no, that's never going to happen. It's yeah. like eating your vegetables. You just fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to like put it on your calendar and like do it. Right. Or whatever yeah. it is. Like it took me, I would say uh, 10, nine years in before I became that disciplined. I'm still not that disciplined. Um, and it, sometimes it takes the right person at the right time, the right teacher, the right, whatever it is, the right inspiration, you know, and when I say inspiration, I mean the right person that like, oh, I look up, oh, I get it now. Like that thing that clicks, that click moment, whatever it is. And for me, it was like 2009 ish when I started working with Robert Watt. I'm like, oh, I get this. Okay. And then I just, then I set up my process and I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this warm up thing every goddamn day for a year. And I just did it and it sucked at first, but then it, just like anything else, it cre- becomes a habit. It's like, like brushing your teeth. You just yeah, do it. You're like, all right, I just don't, you need to get to that point where you don't think about it anymore. It's the, you pick up your channel, you play your big doubling. That's all you do. It's better than, you know, playing a shit tune for yeah. 60 seconds. Well, and another thing that helps, and this is one of the things that I found was amazing during the hundred day challenge was like accountability. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, same thing as like having a personal trainer or like going to a CrossFit class or something like that when you have other people doing it with you that are like checking in on you and you're all like boosting each other up, that's not a prerequisite because you should in theory be able to just like motivate yourself to do shit. But even if nine times out of 10, you can self motivate and be like, Hey, I'm disciplined and I'm going to do it that 10th time having someone that's like a friend or whoever and being like, Hey, did you do this today? Like sometimes that's all you, sometimes if you're in a slump, that's all you fucking need to be like, Oh fuck. Like, Let's, let's get um, it's gonna suck let's do it that's a great question this is a good point do you have a bagpipe buddy i challenge everybody for 2022 to yeah go get yourself a i think that's buddy. a great challenge because who's your who's your bagpipe buddy gonna be i think that's a good idea because think about it like when it comes to working out and i used to be big into working out like how it's such a common thing to have a workout buddy mm-hmm. if we're gonna meet at the gym we're gonna do this because one when somebody's watching you you work a little harder right yep two there's accountability 
like, oh, we're going today, you're less likely to be like, ah, I don't feel like going today. Who, well, would you, who would you consider to be your bagpipe buddy? I'm interested. I don't. I honestly don't have one, but I should get one. There was somebody off who offered this to me. Oh, Dalton from North Carolina. Oh, sweet. From Wake. Yeah. He, a year ago or something. He's like, hey, man. And I think he was looking for somebody too, because he brought brought well, it to yeah, me. Oh yeah, because I remember you guys were talking about entering contests, right? Like weren't we you started talking about because he's twos? grade two as well, and he was like, "Dude, we can get the pro. Like if we if we wanted to, we could really do it." I'm like, "Yeah, we probably could." He's like, "Let's do it together." I'm like, uh, "Okay," but I wasn't like sold. I'm like, "I love the idea, but I got so much going on." <laughs> but it, he was the one that brought it up to me, and that's such a great idea. Like, do it together. Like, pick some. Here's an example, right? Um, so I, again, the idea of outsmarting yourself and, and having a bag bite putty is outsmarting your laziness, right? In a yeah. way, if you want to think of it that way. Uh, Cobra in the chat, he has a thing called finding the five, right? Yeah. Like, join a group of people that are doing something together. Like, Matt did it. Uh, Andy Adams did it. Uh, Mia from our band did it at some point. Like, you're part of a group, and there's other things that do this. I'm, and by no means is this like, a genius oh, idea. Have you, it's ever, just been super to, have you ever been to like an Orange Theory or a CrossFit class? It's culty. As, it's culty as shit. Oh, CrossFit, especially. That's where Andrew gets all his ideas. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> he steals everything from yeah. CrossFit. But from that and the Church of Scientology. Well, that too. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but to be fair, churches really get some people buying in. Like we should turn piping into a cult. Absolutely, we should to get more out of people. But um, but anyway, like join a thing that's doing a thing, yeah. right? And yeah, it's like, fuck, now I know I have to be accountable. I know that hump. I felt that every, I feel it all the time. Like, I guess I got to practice now because I'm going to Ireland in six months. Fuck. (laughs) Or whatever it is, (laughs) you know, but like, it's, it's the, it's that normal everyday thing. Like, oh, I'm going to be in my band and nobody's going to really hold me accountable. And I'm just going to hide amongst the group. And I'm going to, you know, like, yeah, I'm going to play that fucking I don't know, low G instead of a low A and goddamn Duncan McKinnis because nobody ever, yeah, they say it, but like nobody knows it's me. So I'm just going to not really do anything about it or whatever the fuck. Right. Yeah. I think I have, I think I have multiple bagpipe accountability buddies. Like, cause like I consider you to be a bagpipe buddy in the band sense. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, I really try to make sure that no matter what I've got going on, how beat I am, what a shitty day I'm having, like, fuck, Fusco's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Needs the backup. Like even if I even if I just play okay in tune and don't like really fuck anything up, at least that's one more bagpipe adding to the sound instead of subtracting from it. Right. Yep. And then like dojo stuff, like it was a lot of like beer boy and Ozzy and like we'd be messaging each other back and forth. Like, what what, what are you gonna do? Like whatever any of those things help. Like absolutely. Like if you go on a diet, how much better is it if you have somebody to talk to about that's doing it with you? Absolutely. Or whatever it is. Um yeah, it's very, it's it's an important thing, and uh, you know another part of that something you just said about like about you coming in like well at least there's one more plus instead of minus like so if if you just look at like let's say we're talking about blackjack you talked about um, gambling earlier right yep counting cards in blackjack nobody's ever done that before it's not that hard I mean it's it's hard to do it fast it takes skill yeah but it's not it that takes hard. training to do it fast all you're doing is. Some, Ten, some cards are plus, some, some cards, cards are, are plus, some cards are minus. All you're doing is keeping track of pluses and minuses. Think about this in a pipe man sense. Are you a plus or are you a minus? And I challenge you to always be a plus. So when I'm, and what I, and this came up on Tuesday, we had our first band practice back, right? And, and I'm totally going off. And so if anybody gets upset, this is me 
riffing off the top of my head here. <laughs> you know his phone number. You can call him and so bitch. We, <laughs> so we got into a big discussion. It was just me and Josh and Fuckface and Chum at Bend, right? So we're doing this whole new thing where it's just us going to work some music and try to come up with sets and make, play some good music, essentially, is the idea. Well, because what we, we have, and like, it's even more elaborate than that because we have the downtime created by everyone else being required to go through the 11 commandments and get to phase four. Correct. In the dojo. Correct. So in the time, in the downtime, the idea was when they eventually work their way back to a full band practice, here's your sets. We've got this worked out. We already know what's going to happen. Everything is done, changed, whatever things we're going to do, it's like, going to be done. Here's your sets. Right. We're going to work on music. We're going to be able to, yeah, all that stuff. But we're just going to keep the high level people. I don't want to say high level, but like the leadership people, the four of us, and maybe well, it's the musical, maybe a, it's maybe a musical leadership of the band. Correct. Musical leadership of the band. Centralized and moving so that when things are back, it's done. Because we're also doing edits to sets. We're correct. We're figuring know, out we're, what works, what doesn't work. We're dialing in some different, you know, we're experimenting a lot at mm-hmm. these practices, trying to figure out, you know, hey, what can we do to make it really slap? Right. Exactly. Stuff like that. So, and, and what happened was we got into a discussion with, well, I didn't, me and Fuckface got into a little bit of a, it was almost on the edge of heated, but we got into a discussion. I thought it was, I thought it was a very civil spat. It was civil, but it was, but it, you know, you emotional. Guys, you guys got in a bit of a domestic. But one thing I said to him was like, yeah, man, it's not just you, right? Like things pile up and think about the responsibility of a pipe major and he's got 20 people under him and everybody's got one thing and it adds up. So like. My frustration with you is not just you, obviously. Things yeah. add up, and I, I don't take it too personally. But you're still part. You're still part of the problem. Like, yeah. are you coming in and being a plus or a minus? And he was defensive about the certain things that showed up, in my opinion, as minuses. Like, there's multiple minuses here. Like, don't be a minus. Like, come in and be ready. Like, be a plus for your band, right? In my opinion, that's what I would do. Or that's how I think about it. And. Is that you? And that and that's the big question. Like if if you want to have a successful, good sounding musical organization, it could be a rock band, it could be fucking jazz band, it could be a pipe band, it could be your orchestra. Like, are you coming in with the right attitude, which is a plus, knowing you're doing your homework, meaning knowing your music, which is a plus, not forgetting your hat, which is a plus, or whatever, you know, <laughs> whatever it is, right? Like like it's not just about you and that's such an important thing it's about the organization and i think we forget that very often especially americans maybe it seems to be maybe more so maybe more so but i i actually this makes me think i mean as we're drawing 700 uh metaphors into the conversation (laughs) uh this reminds me of a conversation you and i had last night Uh, i was talking to you about like nervousness i've got some like uh Mm -hmm. physical tests coming up Mm mm-hmm and you were telling me over prepare. Correct. Like if you got to run a mile and a half, make sure you can scream through two. If you got to do uh, three, but if yeah. you got to do 30, <laughs> if you got to do 30 pushups, make sure you can scream through 50, right. like that kind Absolutely. of stuff. Yeah. And that makes me think I just, it's popping up in my mind kind of unplanned right now. Cause it makes me think about like in ba- in a band setting, you should be over prepared. Correct. Because you're going to go, you're going to go to band at seven o'clock after a work day. Yep. You're going to be tired. Physically and emotionally. So even even if you're a plus at a hundred percent, you're only going to be playing at like a seventy to eighty percent, probably. And then you add, especially if you're a- an amateur, you're going to be nervous. Yeah, add anxiety into the mix. So it's kind of and it's one of those things. And I think that this is also an interesting theme that we could probably bring back is the idea of like 
over preparation because, and I've said this a thousand times on the show, you never rise to the occasion. You only sink to your lowest level of training. Right. So your lowest level of ability, if you're having a bad day, needs to be a plus still. You need to be able to hang. Correct. Yep. And I, that's, that's a thing that I experience a lot where I'm like dragging myself to practice because I'm like, fuck, I don't want to go. Like I'm just, I'm beat. Like f- I, I don't have the time or energy to do this right now. But it's, you know, you got to get in the door. And mm-hmm. if it wasn't for, I mean, because I don't, obviously, as anyone who's heard me play knows, I don't do a shit ton of practice at home. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I've had enough years where I I'm I'm, can at least on a bad day be middle of the pack. Right. <clears throat> and sometimes, to be quite honest, Mike, fuckface, sorry, actually said this to me when we were on the phone. And as a benefit for you for what we're doing. And I, I told him, and I've told people this. I don't know if I've ever mentioned it on the phone, but I know I've told people this. Like, it, let's take the whole fall, right? And all the you guys have listening to the episodes recently. Like, there's a lot of negative. You know, it's very a lot de- of depressing. Fun. Yeah, right? it's a lot of negativity. <laughs> but like, not as not as chipper as this episode. One of the things that I noticed was, or I mean, I've always noticed this, but in my opinion, Josh does not live up to his potential. However, I understand why because. And on your worst day, never putting any effort in, you're still going to be better than 80, 90% of the people, everybody other than me. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, with some major minor issues, maybe I don't remember a piece or whatever, but you're going to, I'm not even looking at you. Right. Yeah. So, or very rarely, other than I want you to, I don't want to say inspire people, but I want you to be a model for people like, or, or you oh, get well. to do, or you get to do the, uh, wait. So in the third bar of the third line, change this to this. And I'm just like, Oh, okay. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that kind of stuff. But like being a good role model is an important part of it as well. But anyway, like, but I, I understood why you were doing, I understood why you became complacent. Let's put it that way. And what Mike fuckface talked about was if we just go just the four of us for a little while, and hammer in some good music with some actual focus on s- tightness and even even just some, and, something new and with some musicality and stuff like that's going to be good for you. Hopefully, we'll see. Where like oh, Josh has got to keep up now because he's not better than ninety percent. He's number two in this group no, of four. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> you know, whatever. I'm not, it is. I'm not playing the same shit I've been playing for five years. Right. Right. And and and. <laughs> You know, and he was like, well, that that's going to be good for him. Like, let's and this was part of our when we were discussing this is also, where we're going. Forward I mean, I'm very I'm still very green into the process, but this is one of the things I'm like, you know, somewhere in like the second commandment or something. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I really like so far about this process that I'm starting the is dojo thing the dojo about. thing oh, okay. is the idea of like, I don't remember the exact wording, but it's that's like fine. you have to fucking learn new shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Variance of material yeah. is very important. <clears throat> so I saw I was reading that and like that that you know that put a little tickle in my pickle. I was like, ooh, this this is gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. I that's, get excited about that shit. That's a big part of it, like varying your material. That's also one of the reasons I think I might do more travel this year. Like even if it's not for competitions, even if it's just for gigs, like I think it would just be fun to get out of the rut, see other bands, see how they play, learn some other material, and you know try to rediscover. Some more enthusiasm. Hashtag the rut is real. Joe Brady, you can steal that. Yep. Uh, <laughs> the, rut, the rut is fucking real, dude. <laughs> the rut happens, man. And it happens in so many ways. It's not just like in your playing ability. It's in your mental capacity. It's in your like inspiration, whatever you want to call it, like creativity. Oh, yeah. Like, 
and this is why pipe bands sink into these. I guess it's just a rut. There's no other way to call it that, uh, I guess. But it's we get every pipe band. Well, 80 percent of pipe bands on the planet of grade four, probably or below, get stuck in the same nine tunes for uh, for their entire lives. There's pipe bands that have existed like Chicago Highlanders for 100 years. And there's plenty on the East Coast. You know, there's a lot of older bands on the East Coast. 80, 100 years, whatever. And they they're playing the same Scott and the Brave Rowan Tree, Green Hills, Battles or Battle of the Somme or whatever, whatever nine tunes are playing f- forever because they're afraid to vary the material because nobody will learn it, which I understand. I've been there. I've done I've made the same mistake. You, you kind of hope like, well, this year it was okay and people kind of got it. Next year, they'll be that much better at it. Did that ever happen? Uh, sorry, I was texting. That's okay. So let me rephrase this. Let me say it again. So the variance of material idea. You, I went into it. I made this mistake hoping like, all right, this year we were at like 80%. People made mistakes, a lot of issues, but next we'll keep the same set for next year and it'll be better because I'll have a whole nother year to work on it. Did that, did that work? Uh, were people better at it next year? Marginally. Like, Very marginally. Yeah. Like maybe not, 1%, maybe. maybe 1%. Like I wouldn't say, I mean, and even the new stuff, like don't be wrong. And we, I say new stuff. A lot of the stuff we added this past year, we played before. So, you know, like us playing Castle Dangerous, I mean, the harmonies were new, I guess, like the Scottish Power harmonies. Right. And, you know, it's a good tune. It's I, I could go off on this for fucking another hour. One of the frustrations that I run into is I was brought up and every other band I've played with throughout my adventures, every other, you know, when I fill in with a service band, when I'm playing with a random piper I've never fucking met before. Right. There's a baseline level of tunes that everybody fucking knows. Like, everybody knows Green Hills, <laughs> uh, Tyrol. Everybody knows Scott and the Brave Rowan Tree. Everybody fucking knows Amazing Grace. Everybody knows Auld Lang Syne. Everybody Does everybody knows, know Highland Cathedral? Everybody knows Highland Cathedral. <laughs> everybody knows Everybody knows Highland Laddie. Everybody knows... Or that's what I meant, Highland Yeah, Laddie. <laughs> Highland Laddie, fucking Bonnie Dundee. Like, And I've tried to explain this to people in our band, and it has fallen on deaf ears for as long as I've been pipe sergeant to where it's just like hey like this is never going to go away like for as long as you will play bagpipes with a group of people you will need to know how to rip out highland laddie and pull it out of your ass and play it mm-hmm. and i just it it falls on deaf ears so often and i'm just like it's it's not optional this would be like me you know <laughs> this is like as basic as like hey for as long as you own and operate firearms, you need to know how to clean them. It's not a thing that's like, oh, now I got to do it. Oh, no, I haven't done it in a year. Like, no, you just need to always know how to do it. Yeah, there's a couple things about that. It's one. It's like fucking breathing or wiping your ass. Like, you should just know how to do it at all times. (laughs) I I think people become afraid. Like, they, they figure that I only have so much hard drive space in my brain. So if I work on another tune, I'm going to lose another one. I would argue that that's false. That's not how it works. And and I think think of it pipe as archiving. Schools, I think yeah, exactly. So I think what pipe schools get right and and in a lot of ways like the traditional style of teaching may not be the most efficient. It's got its pluses and minuses of course. Um, but what pipe schools particularly get right is the variance of material and forcing you to do other stuff. I can't tell you how many times I've come back to a tune 7 years later like, oh, I played that seven years ago at this band or something or whatever the it fuck. It comes back immediately. And like, I'll play through it once or twice like, oh, no, I got it. Okay, I can yeah. do this. 
like just getting it back in your head and get it back on the hands. Yeah, it's but because I was exposed to it and exposed to so much, like that recall ability gets better as you do more of that. But it also goes to that baseline of competency, right? Like at the end of the day, I always use like law enforcement EMS stuff because it's a lot of parade band and service bands right. out there. <laughs> That's for sure. Like Guess what? If you let's say you work on an ambulance and you haven't had to do CPR in a year, you still are required to know how to do CPR. (laughs) (laughs) You still got to train, man. You still have to know how to do it. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's just one of those things are like, what the fuck are you? You know, could you imagine like we went when we went over, uh, we had to do what? It was a six, eight set for drum majors Mm -hmm. for March past. Mm -hmm. Like you just had to know it. Mm hmm. I mean, we lucked out because I think we'd already knew two of the tunes. I think the only the only the only new one was the farewell to the white horse or whatever. I think that was the only new one we did. Oh, okay, yeah, Yeah. I remember Eleanor, but I had already played it. So, but it was one of those things where I was like, yeah, like I couldn't just be like, I know we, I know we're leaving, marching directly from the contest field (laughs) without breaking formation or taking a break whatsoever to the drum majors to go play for the drum majors. You can't just be like, oh, I don't fucking know that. Like, Good luck telling Arnold that you don't remember the fucking. He would shove your, he would shove his fist <laughs> up your ass, like, and work your mouth like a puppet to play the tune. It's just, it's maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's just there versus here. It's just core competency thing, like, and I think that that's a thing that we could always work on. Is like, hey, here's the core competency as a bagpiper that you need to have. Like it can't, it can't be, well, that's what we're doing. Yeah. It can't that's be, you know, I'll, <laughs> I mean, I couldn't forget fucking Highland Laddie if I tried. No, but I played it so many times in the first 10 years of my life of piping life. I, I might make a grace note mistake, but I know the fucking, and it's like, no way. Like you're, <laughs> guess what? You're going to be in mass bands. You're going to play amazing grace, Scotland, the brave Highland Laddie, Bonnie Dundee, green Hills, like you know what they are they tell you on the fucking you're gonna, website yeah <laughs> and they're all tunes that you learn in well conceptually in the green book if you're from that era but i remember that era that was a long time <laughs> that's where i learned from did i play i haven't played scott's way since uh, like i learned in the green books first tune out of the green book in 2000 2000 2001 maybe maybe i play it once every seven years since then I, I still know it. <laughs> I, Scott Swahey was the first tune I ever laid, uh, learned on bagpipes. I hadn't played it probably for over a decade. And then when I was doing a bit, when we were talking about what our solo tunes were going to be for the concert, <laughs> and I played Scott Swahey. Right. That would have been like, good, actually. Like, it's like, once I mean, the in, audience wouldn't have got it, but... Uh, it's like, once it's in your head, dude, it's in there. You just got to access it. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's an important part of it. So, All right, so let's let's take this thing home. Yeah, let's bring it home because we've waxed poetic for many a time. Yeah, long a long time. This is a long one. But yeah. we're, you know, we're back. We're, we're and, back. And y'all are listening, so it must be good. Yeah, there's people in the audience still, so we appreciate it. A couple things I want to say. Yes. Are we, we wrapping this up? Yeah. Do you want to do, do final thoughts? I do. Unless okay. you have something else you want to go with. Uh, I'll start, though. Final thoughts is this. If you're in the audience and you're listening to us, a couple things I want to make you aware of. One, when you're listening to your favorite podcast, i.e. the Channerant, if you, if, if you look below at the show notes there's all kinds of absolutely interesting information in the show notes when i say show notes i'm not talking about what we're reading off yeah yeah no the stuff we're talking about the stuff in the description yeah so there's links to um all the things we talk about there's obviously special special rates on the dojo or if you want mcclellan bagpipes or you want to get the bagpipe freedom book all those links are in the show notes um so i just want to point that out that if you're not a podcast person uh, i i underestimate people's 
um, knowledge of technology sometimes. You can just click on a link and go to Bagpipe Freedom or Chanarant slash dot com. Uh, what, what is it? Chanarant dot com slash Bagpipe Freedom. Or uh, Freedom, excuse just, me. Yeah, just slash Get the book freedom. if you want it. Or go to, uh, you know, McClellan Bagpipes uh, and tell them, hey, Joe, uh, Chanarant sent me. I yeah, wanna, you know, I, set of pipes. I will say this. So I've, I'm, what, a year and a half, almost two years into playing the McClellans? I don't remember when I got them. Joe, Joe, you might need to tell me when I got my pipes. It was last. Did he give them to you last? Christmas? It was, it was, I think it was like well during quarantine. Yeah, it was definitely during quarantine. It had to be. Uh, Fuck, I don't remember. So I've been playing the shit out of these. Um, I told him after like a year or two I'd review. And uh, yeah, I'm still planning on doing it. I'm, try, I'm trying to do more uh, content on my personal YouTube channel, Josh sure. Plays Pipes. Sure. Um, so hopefully I can get some more stuff done there this year. One of my things this year is make more content. Absolutely, we're talking about doing more stuff here, as we've talked about for years. But we're 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 on that stick. But I just want to. The reason I'm bringing this up, and is, I've got the links ready for you. Okay. So the reason I'm bringing this up is I, I just want to, you know, ask the people that listen to us to support the people that support us. If you like yeah. us, support the people that support us. Um, you know, go to McClellan Backpipes and check out some Melvin Reeds and order them through McClellan or whatever, and and just show some support to the people that they have some amazing up. small pipes too that they've launched. Absolutely, and uh, you know if, if My, Dojo is something that interests you, like just check it out. You can get it a month free. What is what is the link? Uh, the link for Dojo is chainerank.com slash suckless, and that is your thirty day Dojo University premium test drive for only one dollar. One dollar, yeah. Let me tell you, you can all you got all you got to do thirty days. You can go in and stare at Cameron Drummond for a month, once a week for a month. You just look at his beautiful eyes as he talks in that lovely Edinburgh accent. And, uh, and then well, master- and is, masturbate to him talking about P-Brock for all. I don't know what he I think about, I mentioned this. I mentioned this when we first talked about the new plan for the band that shall not be named. But one of the things that I didn't realize was that the basic dojo membership is $15 a month. 15 bucks a month. So it's basically the cost of one hour with an instructor. With a shitty instructor. And <laughs> and you get Cameron Drummond, Robert Matheson, and Bruce Gandy, and you Andrew get, Douglas. And that's once a month. Once I mean, month. there are Correct. so many classes on there. And I, I didn't realize that because I, 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 I have a premium membership. So, you know, don't worry about that. Well, he's Josh's special. I'm special. <laughs> By the way, did you know the Pipe Major Symposium is coming up? I did, yeah. Do you know who's in that? This Oh, my God. Do you know who's, going, who's teaching this one? Who we got? One. Captain Ken Eller. Ooh, from Canada. Oh fuck, I have to contact him. Number two, Alistair Henderson from Inbury. Number the pipe sergeant of Inbury, Ali, who arguably is the reason they're so good. I mean, I thought, I thought amazing, it was a, I thought it was a pipe <laughs> major symposium. That's <laughs> why I, that's why I didn't feel like I was invited. Well, let's let's talk about what Ali does. Ali is the one who basically arranges. I want to say everything because Andrew would get upset. But we have eighty percent of what they do. We haven't talked to him in an age. No, no, not in an age. And. And are you ready for this? Is it Rob? Oh no, it's Parksy. I can tell by the Imperial March. Richard Parks is the main act of the Pipe Major Symposium this year of of Field Marshal. Arguably the greatest Pipe Major of all time. Easily is teaching yeah. this. So, if you're interested in something like that, you know, support support it, man. This is going to be outstanding, and I'm doing the interviews, and I can't wait till Richard Parks signs in the Zoom and he sees my fucking face. <laughs> and the first thing I'm going to ask him: <laughs> How do you crush the puss? <laughs> How do you crush the puss, dude? 
I cannot wait till he, I mean, he knows it's me. I, I assume he remembers me, but I, I have my interview set up for him next Friday where I have to interview him about being a pipe major. <sighs> it's going to be great. But anyway, will you, um, my will point. you have Ken email me instead of buggy or CC us both next time you talk to him? Cause we got to figure that Canadian shit out. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, my point is buy a shirt from the Chanarant store. Uh, you know, new help merch, us out, man. New merch coming soon. Like we're gonna, we have big plans. We need a team. If you're out there and you're interested in anything to help us out, we are looking for a team of people. Yeah, we need some techie people. We've already promoted some people to moderators for the Discord, but luckily the Discord's like not nearly it's as bad not as the other thing. That hard to act. Uh-huh. Yeah, but we, I mean, I, I would love to have. A, you don't have to be in Las Vegas to be a producer. You don't have to be in Vegas to call people and be like, "Hey, man, we want to come on the show. Here's the date. We set up calendar. It's a whole fucking thing." Yeah. Like it's not that it's you know behind behind the scenes it's surprisingly organized. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's chaos just, here. It's just a clusterfuck day up. <laughs> but that's, we that's what happens when you do shots before you start setting. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, but we would love to have more people involved. Granted, it's volunteer only. Uh, there's very little pay or yeah. anything involved, but we'll send you some merch. Yeah, we'll absolutely give you free merch, and you get to be part of the Channering team. I don't know how Rab gets people to work for him, but we got to figure. You could out. be a part. Of the world's greatest <laughs> bagpiping podcast. Rab's going to take exception to that. He's going to talk about this shit. Yeah, well, talk about it as much as you want. The proof's <laughs> in the pudding, son. But anyway, I just want to encourage you guys to support the show by supporting the people that support us. And uh, thank you all for listening. It's amazing to have you all here. It's a new year, new us. We're going to crush it. Let's do it. And on that note, time to end the stream and play us out. Hello? Andrew, you called? Hey, man, what's going on? Oh, just drinking a late coffee outside. Oh, it's perfect timing. We, we're just about to go live on the show. You want to be on the show? Uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a negative, Ghost Rider. <laughs> no, I was just calling you. Uh, I can give you a call back after, we, after we're done, if you want. I just uh, was checking in. I figured uh, if you want me to call you, I'll call you every goddamn day. No, you know... <laughs> <laughs> to act like a girlfriend (laughs) i hope not you're not very pretty so there's that no 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 it's not it's not that it's just you know no i just i was just gonna fuck with it it's difficult between human beings and pipe band exacerbates it oh yeah absolutely it's just music is difficult you're in multiple ensembles you know how it goes oh yeah working with people is is, uh challenging to say the least people suck i mean that's (laughs) all i gotta do is talk into a microphone with you and i'm already sick of it (laughs) 
I know it's rough, man. Uh, but yeah, no, I was just gonna bust your balls a little bit. That's all. No, oh, okay, no, that's no problem. But yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not gonna be on the show. You guys, you guys suck. So <laughs> Some, sad but true. Someday we'll get you. Wait, is your boyfriend in the background? Yeah, that's Josh. Yeah, I'm that's me. Ah, oh, there he is. Yeah, we're just literally we're just about to hit. Well, did we hit go live? Uh, yeah, we gotta switch over though. We're we're about we're, we're uh, like two seconds from it. So all right, well then. Have a good show and uh, talk a bunch of shit. All right. That's what we do. We will. Bye, buddy. All right. Later. Bye-bye. See ya.